Hello and welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, as you know, the past few broadcasts have been about my journey through pain and how I have been getting this amazing revelation about prioritizing, clarifying, knowing what's really important um, through pain. And also, you can hear God. You can hear His voice so clearly when you're going through what? Pain. And pain is not from God. This is from the accursed earth. But God lets nothing go to waste. Not even your pain. So what do I have to share with you? I am still pushing through. I ended up in the emergency room this past Saturday. Regional Capital Medical. They did an excellent job. And um, had an MRI, sonogram, x-ray. Got the news um, that I did have a blood clot. And I do, I do have pneumonia, among some other things. And as I was going through that ordeal, I was listening, trying to hear the voice of God. And what and more am I supposed to glean and learn from this? I know that I want a closer, more intimate relationship with God, and you don't have to have pain to have a close, intimate relationship with God, but you can have one even in pain. And one of the things that kind of crystallized out of this particular episode was how important the body is. I know it sounds kind of simple, but I remember my godfather, um, Doug Apple, he had had driven, not driven, he drew several circles on a piece of paper and he said, this is how you gauge your spirituality. This is how you gauge your progress in, in your relationship with the Father, in your relationship with the Son, Christ Jesus, in your relationship with the Lord God and the Holy Spirit. And the very first circle he drew was the body. But at that time, you know, I was like everybody else, taking my body for granted. You know, I could jump up and go use the restroom. I could comb my hair. I could jump up and down and exercise when I wanted to. You know, yeah, and I knew I I was dealing with weight. That always has been, not always been an issue for me because I was relatively a slender person almost throughout my adult life, my young adult life. I only started gaining weight when I tried to do in vitro in vitro uh, um, fertilization three times and we had to take all these drugs and and things like that and then when I went through my divorce um, it was just definitely demonic 
um, um, weight gain. I've never had any weight gain like that in my life. So I was always a very slender person and, and I always didn't have to really worry about exercising and eating right and all those things because I was just naturally slender. And so when he threw that circle, the body, you know, I said, yeah, yeah. And as a Christian, especially as we pursue becoming disciples of Jesus Christ, we mostly concentrate on the spirit and the soul realm because the battlefield is the mind, right? And so the body is not as important, at least not for me at that time, um, because I thought it was all in the spiritual, all in the soulish realm, and I took my body for granted. Well, as I walk through this season of life with my Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, my heavenly boy, as my high priest, my, my husband, I realize that if I don't get this body thing right, I'm out of here. And guess what? All the things that you take for granted, like I minister to um, elderly ladies primarily, um, and I've been doing that almost all my life. I usually have one or maybe sometimes two, and what I normally do is um, I'll on Sundays after church I'll take them dinner and I'll visit with them and you know love on them and. That takes energy from your body. And I did not realize that a lot of those activities had to cease. Another interesting thing was um, I'm, I write grants, and, um, and it takes a lot of energy and effort to write grants, and I need my body to be able to write the grant. You know, you think about it, you think it's all intellectual and it's all in your mind and then you type it out, but it's in that body that I sit in that chair at that computer and I type out that grant. You know, it, I, I think about everything that I do, this body is critical in getting it done. And if your body is not right, you can't help anyone. You can't do anything. You know, I look at the, the work that we're doing now in Quincy. Our church is headed out to Quincy, and we are doing outreach to the people of Quincy um, from our church, All Nations Church. And I was on my way um, to Quincy, when I ended up at the emergency room in Regional Capital Medical. It was there from 7 a.m. to almost 3 p.m. in the afternoon. I couldn't go out and work in Quincy and help out with the outreach. That's why, I guess, the story of Borden, I think I've already mentioned this story, but I'll mention it again because it's, so powerful was I discovered the story about um, 
Gail Borden. Yes, um, Gail Borden. He was related to Lizzie Borden, distant cousin of, I guess, parents. So Gail Borden was, a, you know, the founder of Borden's Milk, which is I used to drink it as a child, and I still favor Borden's Milk, and I still favor Borden's ice cream, although I don't drink eat ice cream anymore, pretty much. And um, and I fell upon a story about one of his his. I think it was his grandson, maybe it was his great-grandson, and his name was William Borden. And William Borden was devoted, sold out to Christ Jesus. And his senior year in high school, his parents gave him a trip around the world. He had an inheritance from the Bordens of riches. This was back in the 1800 guys, of about $58 million, right? You know, man, it's worth a lot more than that today, that $58 million. Right, and he went around the world and fell in love with a people group, a Muslim people group in China, and he had decided he wanted to come back and evangelize and teach them about the gospel, the the good news, the too good to be true news that Jesus Christ died for their sins, and so he went on to prep and get ready for his 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 journey, you know, and he went to hell and he started a missionary prayer group and he made big, a big difference in, amongst the, the young men there in Yale and, and then he went on to uh, Princeton where he got his seminary degree and then he headed to Egypt to learn the language. He was about 25 years old by this time and he went off to Egypt to learn the language of the people, the people group in China, the Muslim people where he contracted spinal meningitis and died at 25 years old. So I just wanted to let everybody understand what's going on here. We are in serious spiritual warfare. And Satan has targeted those of us who are sold out to Christ Jesus, we have um, kind of like zeros on our backs because, or targets on our backs because we are the doers. We are the hands. We are the legs. We are, we take the money that God gives us and we channel it to the kingdom of God to help others. So we are very, very fruitful and important. We are good ground for the kingdom. And so what's been happening all across the nation and all across the world is that we have been targeted. I have been targeted. I've never experienced anything like this spiritual warfare in my entire life. And the body is critical. We must take care of this body. Uh, we can't do nothing. And and I look at his life. It was gone. The enemy just took him out. 
just, just he's gone. And he never got to the people group in, in China, William Borden. So what is what am I saying to you and I? Okay? What am I saying? I'm saying that we've got to be on it. If the Holy Spirit has told us to stop eating sweet, stop drinking soda, stop eating candy, because sugar is the culprit. If he has told us to stop doing certain things, stop it now. Before it is too late. God tried to prep me back in the 1990s to prep me for the such a time as this. And I'm fighting for my life. Because I, I want to be a benefit to the kingdom. But it's very painful. It is very costly. I have family. I have a son. I have a daughter. I have my mother. I have my students. Yes, I've been able to teach my classes. But I also work with the babies. On Wednesdays, I normally work with FAMU DRS, and I've been doing this since 2009, taking it for granted. And guess what? Oh, my body has taken a hit. I'm supposed to get on the airplane shortly, going to Chicago, to present all my research on the microspiral methodology and to basically lead a National Science Foundation workshop on the microspiral methodology. Why is that so important? Because I believe that this methodology that God has downloaded to me is going to revolutionize education. Absenteeism and loss of instructional time is one of the major culprits in our fight in educating our young people. And the microspiral methodology actually helps overcome absenteeism and loss of instructional time. But if I am wiped off this earth, if I am no more, so goes the microspiral methodology other than what's left in the literature and the people that I have influenced and taught with it. I will no longer be here to spearhead it. And you know, it's important to have your leaders spearhead important things to get it going. This has been a major major challenge and it has basically um, opened my eyes to the importance of the body it is not it's not something that we should be putting down God made us a triune being, right? He made us a triune being. 
body, soul, activity of our mind, our will, and our emotions, and our spirit. And in that spirit is the mind of what? Christ. So I have increased my speaking in tongues. Because when you speak in tongues, you pray the perfect prayer from the spirit realm. You pray from the mind of Christ. And that's what we need right now. There's a target on our backs. The lukewarm Christians, the baby Christians, they're not, they're not to worry about them as much. Because they're not, produ they're not producers right now. Now we need to nurture them, we need to cultivate them, we need to guide them for, in order to be the future. But right now, the mature Christians, we got targets on our back. We've got an enemy that wants to take us out. And if we don't have a space suit, I call our bodies our space suit, then we are done, right? It's critical that we eat right, that we sleep right, that we keep our mind full of the Word of God. I also notice that those men and women who are just perpetually filling themselves with the Word of God such as my godfather, Doug Apple. They're doing fine. They're working out. They're, 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 they haven't missed a beat. They are taking care of their father's business. Right? So, we've got to get serious about reading the Word of God. We've got to get serious about speaking in tongues daily. If you're not baptized with the Holy Spirit, get baptized with the Holy Spirit. Because you got to have power. Power. But Dr. Davis, Dr. Davis, what do you mean by I've got to have power? Well, What I mean by you've got to have power is when you're born again, when you're born again, the Holy Spirit brings you to Christ Jesus. And you make the decision to accept him as your Lord and Savior. Once you accept Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are saved. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. You have a new spirit woman, a new spirit man. Now your soul is the same, and your body is the same, but your spirit is brand new. 
and then we go through the process of renewing of our mind by reading the word and being doers of the word, being obedient to the Lord God Holy Spirit. We begin our journey as a disciple of Christ Jesus. But there's another baptism where Christ Jesus now takes you back to the Holy Spirit and you get baptized in the Holy Spirit. The first baptism is like you drinking a glass of water. The second baptism is like God putting you in the Pacific Ocean and the ocean is the Holy Spirit. Right? You're surrounded. You're immersed. This is where the gifts of the Spirit come into play. This is where the fruits of the Spirit come into play. The gifts of knowledge. The gifts of wisdom. The gift of, what, giving. Right? The gift of miracles. The gift of healing. The gift of prophecy. The gift of faith. Right? The gift of discernment of spirits, the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues. These are critical. And the fruits of the Spirit, now you have the Holy Spirit in you, and you should start radiating, reflecting, manifesting the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is love. And out of love comes joy. And out of joy comes peace, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. This comes from the baptism where Jesus now takes you and, and, and gives you the baptism of the Lord God, Holy Spirit. Now you got power. Now you can, you are a threat to Satan. Now they need to back off of you because you can put Satan under your feet. And there's not a lot of us. There's not a lot of us on planet Earth. You can pretty much name the famous ones. Mother Teresa, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Martin Luther King, baptized in the Holy Spirit. William Tyndale, baptized in the Holy Spirit. John Whitfield, baptized in the Holy Spirit. The Wesley Brothers, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yes. You can name them. Mary Carl Bethune, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Booger T. Washington, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Um, um, George Washington Carver, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yes, you can, you can identify them easily. They got power. They can command the storm to stop, which I have done. I have commanded storms to stop. I have commanded hurricanes to turn. I have commanded the weather. I have commanded the weather. 
So you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit to have the power. But we need to get ready. You need to get ready and you need to stay on high alert and you need to listen to the Holy Spirit and you need to be obedient to God's word and you need to be about your father's business. You need to be about your father's business because there's a lot at stake. We are having people leave this planet with unfulfilled assignments, with unfulfilled missions. People that they were supposed to touch by God. Fortune they were supposed to give to the kingdom of God. Children that they were supposed to have and nurture and teach and to be a disciple of Christ Jesus. T.D. Jakes is uh, on a mission right now. He recognizes that the generals are leaving, are leaving soon, including him. And what's left behind? We have to make sure that the next generation knows who Christ Jesus is, is empowered by the Holy Spirit, and can stand their ground against the enemy and be there for the people of God and be there for the lost. I've lost about 60 pounds since this ordeal. And I'm, and, but, the, but the good news is I was already losing weight before this happened. I've been on an intermittent fast. But God had talked to me back in the 1990s, November 1990. He said, Eda, stop eating sweets. Sugar was an addiction for me. I did cut back. I stopped eating sweets probably for three months. And I lost a bunch of weight. But I eased it back into my diet. Why? Because it permeates everything in society. Wedding cake, birthday cake. Always a celebration. Holidays, always some kind of sweet. This holiday, I didn't eat any sweets. That was a miracle from God. I gave up sodas. I gave up the Arnold Palmer, which is the half lemonade, half tea, sweet tea. Why? Because it's all about sugar. It's all about sweets. And people don't realize this, but all the problems, a lot of the problems that we're having today, especially as you get older, is due to sugar. All the inflammation in your body is due to sugar. All the pain you have in your joint is due to what? Sugar. And if I had been obedient and stepped away from sugar totally back in the 90s, I probably wouldn't be sitting in this position right now. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Make sure you're here to, to finish your assignment, to finish the mission. Jesus did not leave until he finished 
his assignment. The body is critical. I, I look at the body now with a different light. I don't look at it as flesh. It's not as important as the spirit or not as important as my soul life, the activity of my mind, my will, and my emotions. Now I look at my body as essential, that I need to take good care of it, I need to sleep well, I need to eat well, I need to keep good, pure, clean thoughts, I need to have good, eat good, pure, clean foods, that I need to drink good, clean, pure water, that I need to keep this body filled with the word of God and I need to be obedient to the Father, obedient to Christ Jesus and obedient to the Son and I thank you God thank you for another opportunity thank you for saving me I want to share with you guys how powerful and how awesome God is as you know I've went through this episode and I've got blood clots in my left leg and didn't even realize it you know how bad things were, but I have my little old aunts and uncles and grandparents, and they taught me about BC powders. And BC powders are just crushed aspirin, really. But what makes them so powerful is that when you take them directly into the bloodstream, well, little did I know that I had these blood clots running up and down my left leg during that episode over the holidays. And and so I started, I knew I needed to protect my heart. And I knew you take an aspirin to protect your heart. So I took the BC powders to protect my heart. And little did I know that the BC powders, I was drinking them like the water. Because the pain, they did help with the pain, was a blood thinner and have been protecting me against blood clots. God, unbeknownst to me, was saving me, protecting me from those blood clots. Lord have mercy. I just, I just want to give you thanks. I just want to give you praise. I just want to acknowledge you, Lord, in all my ways. Thank you for keeping me alive. Thank you so much. And I do want to live for you today. Daddy God, you ain't my hey, what's on your heart today? How may I show my love, my gratitude, my appreciation of before you today? How may I bring glory, honor, and pleasure to you today? Daddy God, you ain't my you gave your only begotten son. Christ Jesus to die for me on Calvary, Jalajatha. He died for me, so I want to live for you today, Daddy God, you ain't Lord God, Yahshua, Mashiach, Christ Jesus, what can I do for you today? How may I show my love, my gratitude, my appreciation of you this day? How may I bring glory honor, and pleasure to you this day. You love the Father so much, and you love me 
that you died on Calvary, Golgotha, for me. You gave up your all your blood for me. You gave, you took all my sickness and disease. You, you you took it into your body for me. You took all the shame and all the all the sin. You took it all for me. You took the poverty and lack for me. Oh Lord. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. How can I show my love, my gratitude, my appreciation to you this day? How can I bring glory, honor, and pleasure to you today? Lord God, Christ Jesus, my Messiah, my High Priest, my King of Kings, my Lord of Lords, my my Heavenly Boaz, my Kinsman Redeemer. Oh yes, my Lord, my husband. How can I show my love and gratitude to you this day? I want to live for you this day. And Lord God, Ruhakadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit, what's on your heart today? How may I show my love, my gratitude, my appreciation to you this day? You gave up your only begotten son. Your only begotten son. You are the one that put the word in Mary's wounds. You are the one that permitted your beloved son to die for me so that I could live eternity with you and the Father and your son. Oh, Lord God, Ruha, I die. Lord God, Holy Spirit, how may I show my love, my gratitude, my appreciation to you this day? How may I bring glory, honor, and pleasure to you this day? Oh, Lord, you, you permitted your son to die for me. I want to live for you this day. Spiritual believers, examine your life. Get in alignment as quickly as you can with God's holy word. Do what the Holy Spirit has told you to do. And I don't care if it was since the 1990, do it. Line your life up and take care of this body. Because without it, you have to leave this planet. You cannot stay on planet Earth without it. It is your space suit. Treat it well. I'm going to say thank you for once again joining me on... Oh, no, I'm sorry. One more thing. I want to... Remind anyone who is not saved that all you have to do, Romans 10, 9, all you've got to do is believe in your heart that Christ Jesus died for you and accept his blood and that you believe he was raised from the dead. You are saved. You are saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Into the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord.